episode 553. Thank you all for listening to episode 552. Conspiracy Theory 1. Morgan is Jimmy. I am not Jimmy or Morgan, but Gray. Here with my co-host. Voodoo Bear. And that's it. No Parrot. Parrot is in Ukawakalakalakaikuukafaka, uh, Florida, selling, doing some merchandising. And uh, he'll be off for the next two weeks because he'll be selling next week, too. He's in Florida for the next two weeks. Florida. What a terrible enjoy. place to be. Enjoying the weather. So, Parrot, enjoy Florida, and uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Um, and no Cody because he's probably sleeping. Good chance. Just napping. He'll come on in about 38 minutes, probably. And this show will be over by then. So, <laughs> because we don't have a lot, we got, we'll get into some stuff and I'm sure we'll have some chats along the way. But uh, first off, let's thank the the normal people. Thank you to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing. Visit allworkclothing.com. Mention Over the Line Podcast. Brandon will hook you up with that merch deal like this swag that we wear here. OTL. Faux life. Life. Do we know if our guy got his stuff? Uh, he hasn't said anything yet. I'm sure he has, but good. Yeah. Oh, this same shit again. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, we we next year maybe it'll be something different. Maybe we'll send a crown with OTL on it or a plaque. I mean, yeah. If he wins another thing in three years, we probably should. Jesus. Yeah, we should just get like a <laughs> get a stamp made for him. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll take. Uh... We'll take him one of Cody's belts. We'll steal. We'll steal one of Cody's belts and put yeah. OTL champ on there and send it. Cody will never know he's sleeping. So it's okay. No, yeah, he's always sleeping. So, but uh, yeah, check out Brandon. He'll get up with that deal. Thank you to Crandall Squatty Landscaping. Give Sean a call 419 704 5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Jesus. Uh, Boston. Sorry. I was, I'm watching the uh, Celtics halftime on NBA League Pass and, um, they have a nice, um, it looks like, um, I don't want to say special needs because that's not the word, but special needs kids playing basketball at halftime, which is really cool. And one of the kids just. So it's like Special Olympics, probably. Something yeah, like that. Uh, yeah, it must be a local thing. They're all wearing like Lancer stuff. Really cool. Nice. And one kid gets the ball from the elbow and he goes to shoot regular stop and then potty shot it, fucking swished it. That's why I was like, what? I was like, holy shit, that was awesome. That's amazing. That was Gotta a, love that. It was sweet. And yeah, uh Boston. So sorry, Sean. Yeah, but uh Sean does not serve Boston. But I tell you what he does serve. So uh I've been talking to Sean this past week. So he asked me with uh my career and you know the success I've had in different multiple careers in my life and what I've done in my life, if I would come speak to a group of students that he speaks to at uh, our former high school. So today I got to I had the 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 responsibility and the privilege to go speak to about, I think it was about 12, 10 to 12 students this morning, uh, just about my life and, you know, how I got where I am and how I chose my career and uh, got to talk to all of them too, about what they want to do and, and just some really neat things that people want to do. A couple, a couple of the kids have their own landscaping business now. So yeah. kind of similar to what Sean's doing. One do does a uh, boat restoration, restored a boat already, and he's uh, trying to do car restoration. Somebody wants to get into fine arts. Uh, another one wanted to get into culinary. And there there was another one that wants to do underwater welding, like he does welding yeah. now. And then another one works with uh, works with, with kids with disabilities. And so, you know, 
that tugs at my heartstrings for, you know, what he's wanting to do is so interested in what I do by day and talked to him quite a bit. And I learned a lot about that young man and, uh, learned that, you know, he, he was a, a star athlete for our, for where we went to school. And, um, he wanted to be, what he does is he helps kids with disabilities on the side, teaches them dance and ballet. Right. I thought that was just so neat. And just to be able to have the privilege to go in there and talk to them, and relate to Sean and I, I made a comment to Sean we cracked on each other a few times uh I cracked on him I was like yeah we were we were good students but Sean you know he was in the principal's office quite a bit and uh and then he cracked on me later when I told the kids I was like look I could talk to you all day and he's just like yes he could <laughs> so he he got his crack back which was nice and uh, I figured I figured he would have said something like and uh you know when Gray was here in high school he had a full head of hair yeah, yeah, some probably. And uh, no, it was it was good. It was, we bounced off one another. And I said, you know, and something you want to know about this guy, but I gave him a high compliment. And it's I, I worked with Sean 20 years ago at Browning, you know, out in Waterville yep. and said uh, he got me a job there and I worked with him. And the dude just he's the hardest worker I know and ever worked with. And I would watch him work. And I was like, this dude can't be the hardest worker in the room. It's got to be me. And I said, so he made me a better worker just by watching him. And I said, so that's never changed. And cause he's the same, you know, Sean has always been that way. And it was, it was just really cool to, to be able to go there. And I told him, I was like, dude, who would ever thought, <laughs> you know, just mm -hmm. looking back that we were able to have that opportunity. And he does that once a month where he'll get somebody, he meets with them. And sometimes he gets a speaker to come in and, and talk to them. I met the, the head football coach, good guy. And I said, how long have you been here now? And I was like, this has been like eight years, right? He's like, yeah, I just finished my eighth season. I'm like, that's unbelievable to me. It's been eight years. And I said, I know I was sitting looking at the banners the other day. And I was like, oh, that's when he started, when we got our first yeah. banner in 30 years, 40 years. And then, you know, they're just coming. And he's like, yeah, and we're, we should have a great year next year, too. So just congratulated him on all the success. And what a humble guy. Just super humble about what he's doing. And he's like, I really appreciate that. And, and he just – he's good for the program, good for the school. And you could see that those athletes respect him and he commands it and he gets it. And he's just doing a good thing over there. Good. And uh, in the meantime, as we're thanking sponsors, we got uh, Koala Cody who just woke up from his nap. Yeah, rip, rip man, Cody. <laughs> I wish I was. Oh, you, you still got to go to bed yet. Don't you? I still got to go to work. <laughs> oh shit. So you did just get up. <laughs> so I got to go to work. Well, we're just saying it's sponsors, man. So we're just in it. But Cody has joined us. So uh, no parrot, as we mentioned, everybody for the next two weeks. But uh, we'll back to the sponsors. So thank you to Paper Denim Art. Go to Facebook. Check out Paper Denim Art. Tell Danny what you want. Mention Overline Podcast. She's going to hook you up with whatever artwork you may desire. Thank you to Great Key Merch. Get in touch with us, greatkeymerch, gmail.com, and we will come help vend any of your festival or concert needs. We're not carnies. We do merchandising for bands. So reach out to us. Thank you to Sparty Steve. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yeah, make sure you get over to datingtransformation.com and get that free consultation when you mention Over the Line podcast. And in the meantime, get to amazon.com and buy Connell's book, Dating Sucks, But You Don't. So we uh, we were supposed to have trivia. Jeremy's feeling a little under the weather, so he tried to send it to me, but I did not get the email. So, uh, unfortunately, probably no Super Bowl trivia today, but we'll get it back next week. So we're just going to pop right into Golf Bear. 
Yeah, last week, uh, AT&T, Pebble Beach Pro-Am, the PGA decided to go all live on us and cancel the fourth round. So after round three, your champion is Wyndham Clark. And someone picked him this week. We finally got a winner. That was me, the second worst person on this panel. Uh, <laughs> finally got a win. It only had it only took for them to cancel one round for me to get a win, so I will take it. But, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty nasty weather on the West Coast. A lot of rain, a lot of storms, a lot of wind. That they're having right now so uh nascar was moved up to saturday um they thought they'd be able to get golf in but the weather is just too treacherous so they ended up canceling um late sunday they decided they weren't going to play because originally they're just going to delay it until monday weather wasn't going to get any better so they realized um yeah we we just got to cancel it which they did so um yeah wyndham clark gets the w after shooting 60 on saturday mind you <laughs> i mean i I think there was a little bit behind this, jokingly, to um, a couple guys I was with this weekend, a couple buddies. I was like, it's funny that they canceled it for the one guy who was been destined to go to live. So <laughs> he gets the lead, and they uh, they give him the win. But, yeah, um, big for him. I think he got like $5.5 because it was one of those exempt – one of the exempt big prize ones there. So I think he won a bunch on it. Um, the rest of us, not too bad. Um, Parrot was second. Eric Cole had a 14. Um, Cody and Gray both had different guys, but both finished 31st. Uh, Nikolai Hojgaard for Gray and Thomas Fleetwood for Cody. Jeremy got a 66 out of Max Homa. And Dub got a 70 out of Cam Young. So this week, they go to the uh, one of the best tournaments of the year, TPC Scottsdale, the Waste Management Phoenix Open, always on Super Bowl weekend. Got the rowdy par three, uh, hole 16, the, the party hole pretty much. Weather hasn't been great there either, just because, this again, the system's staying on the West Coast. But they should be able to get golf in, so it shouldn't be any problem. Um, this week, maybe a little bit rainy, but I think it should be fine. Um, but yeah, Scottsdale is again, one of, one of the better, bigger tournaments of the year. A couple of people have, um, withdrew. I think I saw Xander Shuffle. He, uh, withdrew. Um, there was one other who I saw who was a bigger name. Oh, Victor Hovland also withdrew. So a couple of bigger names that ended up withdrawing, um, from this tournament, but again, this is one of the good ones, fun tournament, always a good one to watch, especially, um, before the Super Bowl. But Two of the two of the best holes, 16 and 17, 16 being, um, again, a mid-range par three party hole and then go to 17 right after. And it's a drivable par four with water that can um, crush you or could definitely make your tournament if you can drive that green. But um, last two years, Scotty Scheffler has won back to back. So he's going for a three peat would be the first three peat on tour in a tournament, I think, since like 2013 or something like that. And I think it was. Zach Johnson at the uh, John Deere, not even a Tiger Woods. So, um, yeah, should be fun. But for this one, you know, we were talking before we started airing that every winner so far this year has been 100 to 1 odds or longer in the five tournaments so far um, in 2024. This tournament, on the other hand, nobody over 100 to 1 has won since 2014, and that was Kevin Stadler. It's all been 50 to 1 or less. 50 to one is normally the top five to six guys um, of favors. So it's, you know, the, the cream normally rises to the top in this event, put it that way. Obviously Scheffler is your massive favorite. Um, so he'll be a favorite for everyone to pick, 
But going into uh, this week, our number one guy isn't even here, Parrot at 30.8. You have uh, Gray at 35.4 sitting in second. Um, myself and Jeremy tied at 40.4 in third, Dub at 43, and Cody at 51.2. But out of the two times he's picked, he's had guys make the cut, funny enough. Go Cody. So since, there's, since we don't have Parrot, Jeremy took Justin Thomas. Gray, it goes to you. I'm going to take Parrot's pick last week. Give me Eric Cole. He's getting top 20s. I just, if I get a top 20, I move up in my uh, percentage. I'm good with that. Yeah. Eric Cole has, uh, he's just been playing some solid golf. Simple as that. Just looks good. So I think he can definitely have another top 20 week. I think I actually bet him to finish top 20 this week, too. So I'll be ready. Seven out of the last 10 tournaments, which means this might be the one he doesn't. <laughs> exactly. That's always how it works. <laughs> Um, I'm going with Sahith Thagala this week. He's uh, played here well the last couple of years, had a chance last year with his family there, um, ended up having a rough couple stretch, did finish top 10, but uh, I'm going with Thagala this week. He hasn't played in a couple of weeks, so I think he'll be ready to come out and shoot low at uh, Scottsdale. I took Scheffler last year. And you got to win. I Cody. Did. Well, I'm going to go with uh, J.T. Poston. Okay. I like JT. that. He's been uh, having a good year as well. The postman, as they call him. J.T. Poston. I got to text Dub and see what the hell his golf pick is. Dub. Yep. And uh, in the meantime, after you text Dub, uh, well, we'll talk about the, the old NASCAR races past weekend while you're doing that. But we had a – we had – I got moved today, day early, because all that rain that was going to rain Sunday to Wednesday. So at the Coliseum, had a race, did not have a wreck for a long time, mm-hmm. long, long time. And you know, they it it was for the most part, I found it boring. And uh, and Gibbs was dominating the whole time, and then all of a sudden, just boop, back, gone. Yep. And yep. unfortunately, it happened. And you know, our our favorite, least favorite driver won. Dennis Hamlin. Um, so when we were going to Hawking Hills this past week, the uh, we just stopped and got food before we went on the way. Our total, and and it was just weird because we just happened to be talking about NASCAR and the class just in general. Our total was 2311. So at that point, I bet on Bubba and Denny to <laughs> to win the uh the um cup this year. So I, I threw a couple future bets out there for them. And then funny enough, Hamlin goes and wins the clash. I go, hmm, interesting. So just a little, you'll see when we do our NASCAR preview next week where I might be going with my uh, with my final four. Uh, let's see, Bubba, did you buy dinner today? I need to know what your, what your numbers were. <laughs> no, um, I, I did not today. It was, so. it was 312, oh, Austin <laughs> Dillon and Ryan Blaney. Not yeah, Dale Earnhardt. No, yeah, Dale can't buy dinner anymore. Sorry. No, not for three dollars. You ain't. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true too. Yeah. The um, but yeah, it was it was all right. We got the five hundred next week. We'll do our preview then, as you said, and and we'll get into the Super Bowl here soon. But Bear, I do need you to pull up trivia because oh. I messaged Jeremy. He got back and said it would help if I click send. Mm-hmm. So I did get the Super Bowl trivia and I just opened it and I cannot see the answers. It is in white text. 
so it is in the background. Fancy. So I will make sure I share L screen after you give the update of the uh, standings. Yeah, so after uh, two trivia rounds, our updated standings, we have Ray at 11 and a half, Cody with zero, Bear with 1.5, Dub with zero, and Parrot with zero. How the hell am I winning by so much? Uh, because we played the game. Oh, the knockout. Points. Yeah. We played knockout last week. That's right. Because yeah. before it was like one and a half to one and a half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Co- Cody would have dominated that. Um, oh, was, dude. Who was in the Ro- Royal Rumble entries? Who was in one and who was never in one? You would have done, you would have done I. I think uh, so. All right. So yeah. first, first, first question. Who's the only player who's caught passes for three different franchises in Super Bowls? Pittsburgh, Denver, San Fran. Worth three points. So let's just do that one first. I got to find a chat box. Who's caught passes? Hmm. Pittsburgh, Denver, San Fran. Where the hell? Chat. There we go. So it's either the 70s or the 90s. Good luck. Right? That's a tough one. Very, uh, yeah, because I'm stuck in the, uh, I'm in the 90s. It's got to be. I mean, I can only think of one. San Fran played in 95, Pittsburgh played in 96, and Denver would have been 98, 99. So it had to have been those years. Because I don't think, I don't actually think San Fran made another Super or made the Super Bowl until the 80s, not the 70s. So that would have been like late 70s and early 80s. Jeez. But God, you got to think of some rando third stringer. I mean, it's got to be. Uh, uh. I got mine in there. I don't think it's right at all. I'm just trying to think of a receiver Pittsburgh would have had because they played Dallas in that Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's probably a fucking offensive lineman or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I don't even know if I have a guess. All right. I got a guess, and it's totally wrong, but it's going to be awesome. Cody, you ready? Oh, I don't even have a guess, really. Uh, Pittsburgh, Denver, San Francisco. I don't know. No, I can't even think of anybody else that yeah. was big on receiver. All right, I'm just guessing. All right, three, two, one, and go. Ed McCaffrey, Lynn Swan, Nancy Thickpen. <laughs> I know the Swan answer, called one. <laughs> the answer is, oh, shit. Just highlight over it. Gotta be next to the. Oh, next, yeah, good. Manuel Sanders. Manuel Sanders. Fuck, I'm thinking, <laughs> duh. San Fran was in the Super Bowl. Denver won with Peyton, 
and Pittsburgh was in it too. God damn it. I we were thinking guessed. way too far back. I would have never thought Emmanuel Sander. I would have never guessed he would have been there with San Fran. He must have not even – well, he must have been – that had to have been, what, 2020 then? 2020. Yeah. Had to be. Well, well, could he have played when Jim was there? I'm interested to see that. Sam, no, because he w- it would have had to have been like his rookie year in Pittsburgh. And then Denver, he was drafted Denver, by Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, I remember Denver now for sure under Peyton, but San Fran had had to be 2020. It had to be his last year in the league, I bet. Yeah, 2019, and then he played with the Saints in 20 and the Bills in 21. Hmm. Well, that is an awesome trivia question because that is a toughie. He won the Super Bowl 50. That was with Denver. Was with Pittsburgh. They lost to what? Green Bay, right? That was back in 2011. That's why I would have never guessed it because it's just such a long stretch. Yes, it is. <sighs> yes, mm. it is. All right. So nothing there. In the last 20 years, who's the only player who's run for over 100 yards in a Super Bowl game who was also drafted by that franchise? For instance, Marshawn Lynch ran for 100 yards, but he was drafted by Buffalo, not Seattle. The team he was with was in the Super Bowl. In that Super Bowl, worth three points. Jesus, Jeremy. How many fucking hints are you going to give? <laughs> I, I had a guess without looking at the hints, but that makes me feel better. 20 years. Uh, trying to think of last 20 years, huh? This NFC team. Chance C. No. Wait, no. Was he there? And that was too well. No. Oh man. Oh boy. Going out on a limb on this one. I think it's a trick question. <laughs> I've had mine in there for about 10 minutes because I'm waiting on Cody. I, I just typed mine in. That's a tough one. I, I can't think of his name. Because same thought I had, Bear, that you have is just that first sentence. I'm like, I think I got it. Mm, I'm ready. All right. All right, three, two, one, and go. Cam, ah, Cam, Jalen Hurts. Went the wrong way. The answer is... Why should we jump? Oh, door. Really? Oh. oh, three and a half, Frank Gore? Hey, don't be hating on Frank Gore. <laughs> 
<laughs> he <probably laughs> Frank Gore had <laughs> the most, the shit. most, the most reliable running back in NFL history. Right, is not that is not arguable. Dude never got hurt, and he averaged three and a half yards. You knew you were getting three and a half a carry, boy. and he'd still get you twenty five carries a game. Frank Gore, that's good. Man. I thought that's for probably, sure it would have been. I thought a quarterback for sure. That's probably what he did too. It was uh it was the Super Bowl, so he kicked it up a notch and gave him five a five a uh carry with twenty carries. And we did guess two quarterbacks that were on two losing NFC teams. I don't think that Jeremy has ever stumped us with all his questions. Let's hope he doesn't again. Could be a first. Brock Purdy was the 262nd draft pick in the 2022 draft, slated to become the lowest drafted QB to start a Super Bowl. Who are the only two QBs who started a Super Bowl Super Bowl who weren't drafted at all? We're not counting Steve Young, who was the first pick in the supplemental draft for USFL players. Three points for each. Well, he's not going to stump us totally. I know yeah. one for sure. Uh, who else, though? I don't know. I mean, the other quarterbacks got to be something from, like, Super Bowl three or something. No, he said it was both quarterbacks have played this century, so at least in the last 24 years. Uh, and I gotta think. This is I'm like between three quarterbacks. I just don't know if they were drafted or not. Oh boy! I mean, one came pretty easily. I think we all got this. Yeah, we're, I think we're all on one for sure. It's yeah, a, the second one is. Yeah. Second one's kind of tough. Uh, uh, trying to think who else besides who wasn't drafted probably Patrick Mahomes you should write that one down <laughs> I think maybe, I got it maybe Tom Brady mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god started in a Super Bowl too huh Definitely Jared Goff. Wait. What? No. No, they never made it to one. Oh, man. I can't think of anybody else. It's too early for me. <laughs> All right. We ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, and go. Uh-huh. Kurt Warner, Kurt Warner, Jake Delhomme, Kurt Warner, Trent Dilfer. Couldn't remember if he was drafted or not. Dilfer was because they, I remember watching a thing about um, who was it? It was, uh, who was the, uh, it was about uh, Kuiper. Back in the day, and the Colts guy shit on him for not because he said, Take Trent Delfer. <laughs> this is why the Colts suck. 
I was watching the whole thing on and the Colts didn't <laughs> oh, take Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. And Dilfer went later. That's who well, I was thinking my, Dilfer too. My second was Brad Johnson because I couldn't remember him getting drafted ever. Jake DeLone. There we go. That was against the uh, – he was with Carolina. Yeah, I was going to beat Brady. Yep, and because uh, that's when Rodney P was a quarterback, got hurt in like the first couple mm-hmm. weeks and was done. And Dalton took over, got him the Super Bowl, and then ran into – Really? He never got drafted, huh? I would have never guessed that. Jake DeHaan would have never been on my radar. Because Dilfer was the only other one on mine, and then I remembered that thing because I just watched it last week. Mel Kuyper, young Mel Kuyper. He doesn't know shit, and then I was reading more about Mel Kuyper. Majority of the time, he's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, Jeremy, thanks for trivia, as usual. It was good, Jeremy. That was a good one. The, uh, um, but... Super Bowl is this week. Has the line changed? What is it now? That's still two. Still two. Yep. What's the over under? Uh, That I don't know. I think it's been dropping a little bit. Probably what, like 40? Probably 44 would be my guess. Let's see. On DraftKings. It is 47 and a half. I don't know. I think that's a 28, 21. I don't see it. Chiefs defense is better than people think. I think people are going to underestimate. Now, granted, San Francisco's defense is worse than people think. Yes. Agree. And uh, Nick Bose is really good, but Patrick Mahomes is really good at not getting sacked. Both have good offenses. It's just so tough to, so tough to pick against them. Right, that Chiefs D though, man. Like you said, old Spags got him rolling <clears throat> quietly. Yeah, and um, that's what he does, man. And and you know, we'll talk about talk about different things that happen. I know we mentioned Dan Quinn got hired uh, last week. He got hired with Washington. Took some of the guys with him. Al Harris stayed in Dallas, though, didn't he? Uh, for right now, yeah. But uh, we lost uh, – we did lose our quarterback's coach to be the D.C. over there. Yeah. That's – it can happen. Yep. Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury went to Washington as well, the offense coordinator, um, which is – At least they're good. making smart hires. Like, good for Dan Quinn. Yeah. Good for Quinn. They got some people and – Which kind of leads me to believe that they're going to trade up for Caleb Williams. Yep. And – I keep seeing that uh, they, they keep talking about Mike Zimmer. I was like, he was our DC in the 2000s. I'm okay without him. Him and Rivera. Yeah. The problem so. is it'll be one of them because Jerry Jones is too scared. To, he's too scared to make a, a different hire outside the box. Um, like, a, like a Vrabel? I think he probably – I mean, he should, but I don't think he will. But – because he's too big and intimidating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's shit. The guy, I mean, it's embarrassing. Could you imagine? Can you imagine being an NFL team worth billions of dollars, and you're scared to hire some dude because he's six five, two eighty? Give me a break. That's embarrassing. It's a business. This isn't WWE. They said he's worth uh, what? Dallas is worth what? Nine billion now. Mm-hmm. Insanity. Yeah. I, I can't believe. I just I think it's wild that they're 
how they're acting with Vrabel, but whatever. It is what it is. So yep. um, but yeah, Super Bowl week, Niners Chiefs. Taylor Swift gonna make it. The world will be okay. The world will keep spinning. They're gonna put a uh they're gonna put a um a Santa tracker on her private jet. Yeah, I saw that shit. Do that. <laughs> But when, after she gets 18 stars in the Tokyo Dome for her performance, she's going to come. Right. Now she'll be legit. Come and root on her soon to be hubby. Yeah. <laughs> so I know I saw Goodell th- say that he thinks the Super Bowl could be watched by 200 million people. Now, for perspective, the most watched Super Bowl was Chiefs Eagles, 115 million. Mm hmm. Where are we getting another $85 million at? We just That's what I want. Hats. Those extra, uh, the spouses of the guys that watch the Super Bowl usually. Yeah, on their own TV. Make up, yeah. make up, make up numbers. <laughs> are they going to give all Are they going to give all the poor people in their shelters and in India yeah. TVs or what? I don't they think they get, get to them. 150. I think they can get to, you know, 130, 140. I, I agree. Ain't no way they're getting to 200. Might as well enjoy it. We're going to be paying for it soon. I just saw something a... pop up right before we came on that the NFL and NBA were blown away. or they No one told them about this streaming deal with ESPN and Discovery and all that. Like They were taken shocked by it. So you watch. Now they'll team up and make their own streaming service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd mm-hmm. be wild. Just like I said, they're going to nickel and dime the shit out of us. Yep. It's going to be worse than cable. We all thought cable was bad and direct TV gouged us. They pulled, they kicked yeah. direct TV to the curb and they're doing the same exact thing. And we're going to take it because we're a bunch of minions. <laughs> yes, we are. We're going to add that one too because yeah. we don't need it. All right. Niners Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I've been going back and forth. I think it's going to be a good game. I think it'll be a defensive struggle sort of deal. Um, Mahomes hasn't lost as a dog yet this year. The Niners haven't looked great. They should have been beat twice. So everything says, yeah, Chiefs should win, right? But I don't know. There's just something in me thinking the Niners are going to. And then I go back and I go, okay, if I think they're there, right? I think the Niners are more talented team. Chiefs are better coached. I'm going to go with the better coach team here. I'm, I'm going to go Chiefs. Um I'm going to go Chiefs 21-17. I think it's going to be a little sloppy. Chiefs defense is going to show up, but they're going to they're going to get Sam Fran to make some mistakes. They're going to get pressure on Purdy and I think they're going to just hound down on McCaffrey. Really what I think they're going to do. Um now, if if I find out Kadarius Tony truly is going to play and start, I might change my pick to the Niners. So we'll see about that. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I was going to ask: Is Kadarius Tony playing? Because if he's playing, the Chiefs lose. I'm hoping they don't, because I heard that Jarek McKinnon's going to come off of IR on Saturday and be eligible to play for the Chiefs. And he was the one that he didn't win him the game, but I mean, he sealed the game against the Eagles by going down instead of scoring a touchdown um, last year. So the big thing is McKinnon healthy, get him a touchdown this year. So I hope that happens. Hopefully he gets the game winner. Um, but I'm going to go Chiefs. Yeah, going Chefs as well. Um, mm, score. Let's see. 
<clears throat> I still think they're going to put up some points. I'm going to go 28-24. All right. What are you thinking, Cody? 31-27 Chiefs. Ooh, scoring. The old chefs. I like it. I mean, I th- I, like I said, I think it's going to be a good game. should be a good game. And Get to listen to Tony Romo for three hours, so we're all, we all should be happy. Calling all the plays all the way through. <laughs> I wonder how many times he'll mention Taylor Swift. That'll be interesting. A bunch. I'm still waiting on the prop bet for how many times they show her so I can bet the over. <clears throat> how many times will they show Taylor Swift? I was looking. Um, I'm trying to find where Reba's stats are because she's doing national anthem. I I found a I found stats on uh, Vsin they gave of she's done like the anthem seven times I think a couple World Series games some rodeo shit. I think her longest one ever is a minute twenty five. Hmm. Damn, that's well, quick. She get in and get out. Yes, she does. But it is a Super Bowl, so I guess we'll see. <laughs> we'll slow it down a little bit. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. She don't right. get hey, she don't get paid by the she don't get, get paid, paid by, by the hour. Yeah. Well, we got um UFC, and I think uh I'm left you're right this time. Correct. That Enjoy that one. Um <laughs> We are, yeah, we are at the, uh, we're at the the apex again, two weeks in a row at the apex, um, before pay-per-view next week, I think UFC 298. Um, so we get another fun apex card here. Yep. So in a bantamweight bout, minus 250 favorite from Peru, Daniel Marcos Pizza. And the plus 205 dog from China. Aqua lung. <laughs> yeah, I ain't pronouncing that. It's aqua lung. In the featherweight bout from the United States. Bernie. Bernie, Bernie Garcia. Who names their kid Fernie? And from the Philippines, his opponent, Hyder Emil. In a light heavyweight bout, minus 125 favorite from the United States, Zach. Pagua. And the slight dog plus 105 from Uzbekistan, Bogdan Guskov. And welterweight bout plus 136 dog from the United States, Maximus Griffin. And your slight favorite, minus 162, also from the United States, Jeremiah Wells. And a light heavyweight bout, minus 218 favorite from the United States, Devin! Get the tables! And a plus 180 dog from Poland, fake Polish, Marcin Pracino. There's no ski at the end of that. Homie ain't uh homie ain't Polish if there's no ski on it. So fake, fake. I don't know if I can do this one. In a women's straw weight bout. Minus 278 favorite from Thailand. Loma look boon me. <laughs> And the underdog from Brazil, plus 225 dog from Brazil, Bruna Brazil. Lightweight <laughs> bout <laughs> from Belgium, Bolaji Oki. And from the United States, Timothy Chumbawamba. 
Brandon Welderweight, Bob from the United States, Trevin Giles. And his opponent from Brazil, Carlos Pretes. And into the main card. Middleweight bout, minus 115 favorite from Brazil, Rodolfo Vieira. And the slight dog, minus 105, pretty much a pick'em from Armenia, Armin Enia Petrosin. And a lightweight bout, minus 125 favorite from the United States, Michael, do not touch my Johnson. My dog, dude, I have been rooting for this dude since the ultimate fighter back in the day, and he is still going strong. And he's a favorite. I love it. <laughs> and your slight dog from the United States, plus 105, Darius, give me my flowers. Middleweight bout, plus 200, dog from the United States, Brad Tavares. And your minus 245 favorite from Brazil, Gregory Rodriguez. In uh, a middleweight bout from Poland, Bob Bryzik. <laughs> That's a little more Polish, at least. We're getting there. And his opponent from Ukraine, <laughs> Ihor, I like doing Potteria. In <laughs> uh, a featherweight bout from the United States, minus 166 favorite, Dan Ige. And the plus 140 dog, also from the United States, Andre Philly. And your main event of the evening, middleweight bout, plus 210 from Norway, Jack Hermanson. And your minus 258 favorite from the United States, Joe Pfeiffer. And that is it. That'll be a banger, by the way. Well, that's it. So, thanks to Wes Anderson. Thank you to all our clothing, Crandall Squad, and Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com, Sparty, Steve, Paper Kind of Mark, Great Key Merch, Parrot for not being here, and Willie Nelson. And as <laughs> always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. See you, Parrot. Hopefully, you don't get well. Him driving in Florida kind of scares me a little bit. I don't know if he'll make it back. Whatever buzzing you hear, just fly away from it and don't drink any water next to the, to the, uh, if you, uh, what, the, the lake? Don't drink close to the lake. Watch out for them gators. <laughs>